Hello? Is is this on? <clears throat> Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us here for this very special event. On behalf of the Academy, I am proud to present the 2021 Annual NDI Film Awards. now listening to the NDI Film Awards Podcast. Welcome to the NDI Film Awards Podcast. I am Matt. And I'm Dre. And we are here to announce the winners for our 2021 Annual Awards for NDI Film Awards. How are you, Dre? I'm doing good. Doing good. It's almost the end of the year. This is our last podcast of the year. Oh my gosh, I know. Though we do have a handful of podcasts on this channel coming out next week. And those will be full interviews with directors and actors and people involved with films that have been submitted to NDI Film Awards in 2021. They will be their own standalone bonus podcasts, so keep an eye out for those. I think they will be very helpful to anyone in the indie filmmaking community to hear about these experiences and the journeys of your fellow indie filmmakers. And just to touch on some of the things we discussed in the December podcast, I have also launched a podcast called Take 22, a media production podcast, uh, where I have a little more room to talk about behind-the-scenes stuff for media production, corporate video production, stuff like that. And I also get to talk about my little movie called Madison Baker Was Here, now available on Amazon Prime Direct Video, or you can go to MadisonBakerWasHereMovie.com. You could also check out Day Drinking with Scott and Colette, which is a podcast. Uh, it's, it's done via Patreon, so you're not going to find it on regular podcast streamers. They do it for patrons only, but Day Drinking with Scott and Colette is a wonderful podcast where Scott and Colette, who have been part of the Big Brother Gossip Show for years, uh, are now doing this podcast, which is dedicated to television and shows that are on streaming and movies and classic movies and all sorts of content. They watch it. They talk about it. And I mean, they watch a lot. They spend a lot of time consuming content so that they can kind of filter the good stuff and talk about it and recommend it to listeners. And I mentioned them because they allowed me to be on episode 263 of Day Drinking with Scott and Colette to talk about my film, Madison Baker Was Here. And I, I was able to have a more in-depth conversation with them and kind of chat about what inspired the film and some of the layers and subtext with the movie. So I will link their Patreon in the description box. If anyone's interested, go check them out. Not right now, of course, but eventually, because we've all come to this point to hear who are the annual award winners for NDI. Who are they? I'll just list them off and like we'll be done here in three minutes. Okay. Uh, you know what? I, I bet the listeners would appreciate <laughs> that too. <laughs> um, you know, what surprised me is that this little exercise we're doing here was way more difficult than I thought it would be. Yeah. Yeah, there, we received so much this year that is worth 
a watch worthy of these awards. And uh, yeah, there's a lot. (laughs) And even when distilled down to the winners of each month, and just just looking at the winners and who we would select for the year, it was incredibly difficult, especially when it came to actor, narrative short. These were categories that were really difficult yeah, because they produced yeah, they produced very, very good products. So I think what I will do is probably just mention some of our favorites. And if I don't mention your project, I, look, I'm just I'm sorry. Yes, yeah. I'm not purposely omitting anyone. I just can't talk about everything all over again or we'll be here for another week. And it doesn't mean that it wasn't memorable because trust us, there were so many films that were memorable that we loved that did not make this list. And I'd like you to know that we spent quite a bit of our Christmas weekend debating and sorting through all of these films and projects and names and getting this all ready so that we can even sit here and go through it and have a a clear vision of what's going on. But we're definitely locked in now. And I'll address this now about the laurels. Dre did make laurels specific for this particular podcast so for this 2021 award podcast we will have laurels for you winners they are not in the film freeway vault so you won't find them there so what i'm going to ask you to do everyone grab a pencil listen up grab open up your notes and uh get ready to put this in i just need you to email me at hello at ndifilmawards.com if you are a winner and you would like to use the laurels that Dre made for you, just email me and I will attach them in a reply to that email and you'll have them right away. And then I encourage you all to use them to promote your films with our laurels, which is really just promoting our film festival. But we want you to be able to uh, share with the world that you participated in NDI Film Awards and we thought so much of you or your project That we made you a 2021 winner. And now, Dre, for the awards. Let's do it. What is our first category, Dre? Our first category is Narrative Feature of the Year. Narrative Feature of the Year. Well, I think if you listen to NDI Film Awards all year long, you could probably guess what I'm going to say. But I want to discuss a few runner-ups. And these are in no particular order. So these are just... Films that we had also considered in these categories. One being this month's Apache Elite by Christian Rosier, which snuck in and was so beautiful and such a a good story that it absolutely deserved to be considered for this award. Another being Along Came Wanda by Jan Miller Coran. And we really enjoyed that watch. That was just a wonderful experience to watch a feature film like that from somebody who has been a producer yeah in the industry like hardcore for years right and had a fun cast to watch we loved watching that and that won a feature film category for its month and another is station to station by benjamin bryant which there's a review on the website at india or at india at india film awards is our instagram (laughs) 
IndieIFilmAwards.com is our website. There you can find a winner or a winner. Okay. All right. I may have to grab a beer. I don't know. This is, I'm so exhausted at this point. We've been talking so much this month. Oh uh, my God. Okay. Uh, Benjamin Bryant's Station to Station is a runner up for Feature of the Year. And there's a full review on that at IndieIFilmAwards.com. And our narrative feature of the year for 2021 is The Alpines. Directed by Dante Albane and written and produced by Mally Corrigan, The Alpines blew us away back in February. Yeah, it did. It continued to have a wonderful festival circuit run. They're now streaming like everywhere. Yeah. And I believe Mally announced last week that it's now streaming for free on Amazon Prime. Oh. If you still haven't watched The Alpines, I don't know what you're waiting for. It is our feature film of the year, and you'll get to hear more about The Alpines, not only in this podcast, (laughs) but next week from full interviews with Dante Albane and Mally Corrigan. And those interviews are like free filmmaking classes that you can take and an opportunity to listen to others that you can relate to in this indie film struggle. So congratulations to the team from the Alpines for your win. Yeah, we really enjoyed it. And congratulations on your win. The next category we have is narrative short of the year. Definitely one of our toughest categories that we had to comb through. And there's a handful of runner-ups here that we really enjoyed. And I'm talking about um, Indigo by Matthew Hennion, which was submitted back in March. Uh, Cutting Room Floor by Ryan Ora Herena. I hope, <laughs> Ryan. Uh, this Month's Peaches by Benjamin Hunt, which blew us away and won a handful of awards. Really got our attention. Just beautiful. Uh, Dante Albain, uh, speaking of the Alpines... His short Polaroid, which won in September, was amazing. Death March by Matthew B. Belts, which was submitted in June. And Fix Me by Woon Yi Han, which was our first narrative short winner. These were all super beautiful, fun short films that we really appreciated the opportunity to watch. With so many talented people involved in making these projects. But our narrative short winner is one of the best examples of simplicity and beauty in a short film. So our 2021 narrative short of the year is Beta. Directed by Kevin M. Turner, Beta is a beautiful little story about a robot played by Aubrey Boucher who is activated and interacts with her creator. And Kevin Turner put all the right pieces together and all the right people in all the right places to make this work. I also got to have a wonderful conversation with Kevin that we'll share with you next week. So congratulations to everyone involved with Beta. Our next category is Documentary Feature of the Year. Now there's two really strong runner-ups for this category. One being Samson, directed by Chandra Vandry, which was... Story about a dog. Very sweet. Illness and recovery. Yeah, and it thankfully. Was, 
Oh, I remember just it. It was so so heart wrenching, but beautiful and real. There was so much you know phone footage and and home footage of of the dog throughout its care. Just really well done and, and well put together. And right there along with it was Aquaba the Awakening by Sybil D. Jata. And Sybil took us on a little journey over to Africa. And that was an amazing documentary that got to... Sh- and it was sharing the culture of the regions which, which they were visiting. A very worthy full-length documentary. But our 2021 documentary feature of the year is The Dancing Bulldogs. In its full title, The Dancing Bulldogs, a 16-seeds journey to the NCAA tournament, is directed by Christian Jessup. Well, and Christian not only directed it, he composed the music for it as well, which which is really impressive. totally made it such an enjoyable watch. I mean, it's sit-down interviews combined with footage, and having that music underneath was so beautiful really helped tell the story. And the story is of the 2018-2019 season of Gardner-Webb University men's basketball team. So as a sports fan, as a documentary fan, and as a man who has made uh, more sports documentaries than I can remember. (laughs) Probably more than anything else you've ever made. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Especially if you just add up the hours. Absolutely. Yeah. It won me over for its month, and it absolutely won me over for the year. So congratulations, Christian, and thank you for submitting Dance and Bulldogs. Our next category is Documentary Short of the Year. More strong contenders here is our runner-ups include A Pilgrimage into Tibet by Mark Gold, Cold Feet by Lena Vogler, which still blows me away. It's so beautiful. And we had two entries by Rodney Rodan, Remembering Private Quagliano and Country and Courage. But when the dust settled and the discussion was finished, and we could both agree, our 2021 Documentary Short of the Year goes to everything in hardware. Everything in hardware is directed by Jamie Wright, but it's really supported by beautiful music, which you could also experience. On Spotify. (laughs) As Dre has really enjoyed, uh, Bindley Hardware Co., yeah, it's super like folky, country, alter- not really alternative, but it's just got this down home. There's like banjos and everybody loves a good banjo. <laughs> and it's such a great, fun, upbeat band. Um, I love the song Three Rivers. That's my favorite. Mm. Um, but it really seals the story of what this documentary is actually about. Which was about a man's history and his family's hardware store. So congratulations, Jamie Wright, Bindley Hardware Co., and everyone involved in creating everything in hardware. Our next category is Music Video of the Year. And this was a tricky one to call because there's so many different forms of music and types of music videos. Yeah, I think we really did agree on our winner, but the runner-ups... Uh, were were a little bit needed a little bit of discussion from us, right? It, 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 in a good way because yeah. what it what I learned was that having a music video category really expands the options of creativity for what you're going to submit to such a category. Yeah, and and why you would be submitting it. I mean, if you're really focusing on the music, this is a great category. And our runner ups 
some of our favorites here were We're Getting Somewhere by Alec Gaston, which is a great It was song. super, yeah, super fun song, but a really fun, catchy video, too. Very yeah. eye-catching. And uh, on that same vein, but a little less for the kiddos, was Effed Up by Too Easy. But just, you know, the actual word. Yes. <laughs> and directed by Vaughn Johnson, which served a bit as a summer anthem for me. And we also had I Want to Be a Teenage Boy by Zoe Fitzgerald Carter. Another great video. Our 2021 Music Video of the Year winner is Recomposed. Now, Recomposed is directed by Jordan Ingram, but it's this entire team at Gnarly Bay that comes together to make this spectacle of a music video slash doc short slash short film about restoring a piano and making music with it. And there's, I don't really even have the words to describe I know, what I, this is. I actually have chills at this moment just remembering some of the words and some of the imagery that was, you know, gifted to us. It was so, so, so beautiful. As someone who loves vintage pianos, it was, it really just, the visual stuck with me and, and just made me so happy. I loved it. Now, we'll have it linked on this annual awards winners page at the website so i highly recommend you go check that out and you'll see what we're talking about because uh spoiler alert this is not the last you're going to hear about recomposed in this podcast next let's talk about the category web series of the year this is another category where creativity is just kind of unlimited there's no there's no rules or boundaries really you have to follow with the web series and we discovered that because things were we got very very different entries throughout the year for this but some of my favorite runner-ups were atomic kingdom by james pinata today's kindness by bill grout and jade grout and dadrophy by rick and alexandra herrera all worthy mentions all really good in their own right and they won in their respective months but our 2021 Web Series of the Year for NDI Film Awards is Trusting Chloe. And Trusting Chloe is directed by Todd Long. This was submitted back in March, and it really plays like, like a sitcom. Yep. And I want to see more. I'm waiting, Todd, for the <laughs> next episode. We loved the characters. We loved the plot. It, the story made sense. It took us on a journey. Uh, it was well shot. It had all. It ticked all the boxes. And best of all, it really showed that they were having fun making this. Yeah. So congratulations to Trusting Chloe and Todd Long and everyone involved. Thanks for being a part of NDI. Our next category is Comedy Short of the Year. This category is a little unfair because we didn't start Comedy Short until much later in the year. So the options are limited, but we had really good options. And unfortunately, we kind of have this tug of war. We did. Between one and the other. And on the other side of the announcement, I'll talk a little bit about how these two are the same and how they're very different. Our runner up is The Power of Love, directed by Pride Pierce. And Pride submitted three things to us this year in NDI. And he's won some awards. 
He's worked with some really fun people who have also won awards yep. with us. But when having to A, B our choices, we ultimately settled on our 2021 comedy short of the year being The Nightclubbers. The Nightclubbers is directed by Matthew James Thomas. It features some talented actors that are involved in other projects that we've discussed. And it was a fun comedy with great production as far as the, the sound design and just the overall fun vibe of the film. Now, The Power of Love by Pride Pierce was a 48-hour film project. So he was forced to conceive of this idea, get everything together, find a location, which turned out to be a nightmare, <laughs> and forgetting his XLR cable and, and managing all of these crazy things. Um, and in doing that in this kind of a competition, you do have to make some shortcuts. And that does end up taking a toll on the production value of your overall film. Which is not a problem for what Pride was doing. And it was great. It, it won our month. And we really enjoyed The Power of Love. And got to see some actors that we really love. Yeah. But ultimately, the production value from the nightclubbers put it, put it over the top. It featured some of our favorite actors of the year. Yep. And definitely earned the award. The next category is Fan Fiction of the Year. I'm so glad we get to revisit this category because it allows me to make up for an egregious error in beginning NDI Film Awards, and that is not starting with a fan fiction category. I was really oblivious, unexpectedly, to this this lane yeah. of, of filmmaking. And we've received some really fun submissions that are based on existing IP, and it's so much fun to watch these things. And a couple of our favorites from this year were The Black League of Superheroes, which we also have a review for at IndieIFilmAwards.com. And that was directed by Marcus Nell Jamal Ham, Stephen Allen Davis, and Joe Chacon. And still, the only place in which I've been able to see a black Superman, also have a conversation with Blade... And Black Panther. <laughs> so it was so cool. So cool to see. It was so much fun. And they've had a great, a great year in their festival run. Another we enjoyed recently was The Devil's Daughter, a Harley Quinn story by Ronald Joseph Rossman Jr., which is a huge production, big web series. So much work put into that. Absolutely wonderful to watch. But one fan fiction submission stood out overall in terms of fun and production value and really did make me feel like I was in that world with its wonderful sound design, uh, some really great uh, effects mm -hmm. that they used. So our 2021 fan fiction of the year is Rogue Seven, a Star Wars story. Rogue Seven was directed by James Martinez and I just want to take this opportunity to personally apologize to James for not having this category available in February, where you would have absolutely won Best Fan Fiction had we had it at that time. But I'm glad we get to circle back and come back <laughs> and give you our Fan Fiction of the Year. Congratulations to you and your team. Our next category is Animation of the Year. Yet another category in which there are no rules, no boundaries, and it really can be anything. Favorites for us were Pandemic Punk by T.J. Walker, 
and On Off by Nicholas P. Villarreal. Completely different types of films. Yes, and and so wonderful to watch. Just as artists ourselves, we love to seeing the different styles and the different stories that you can tell through these kinds of art forms. But our 2021 animation of the year for NDI Film Awards is Keep Painting, Mom. It's a little dark, it's a little haunting, but it's ultimately uplifting and a very sweet story by Heloise Magny. And you'll get to hear a little bit more about Heloise because I got to have a conversation with her that we'll share as its own podcast next week. Our next category is Horror of the Year. This is also something we started a bit later in the NDI run this year, but I'm glad. I'm looking forward to next year of having a whole year. Yeah. And a couple of our favorites were the recently submitted Under the Bed by DeAndre Burton, which which is less horror horror, um, but a little bit of a thriller, a little scary. And, and I just, I really love the dynamic uh, with DeAndre Burton in it and his daughter and what, how they work together to create this short, which is completely juxtaposed by this huge, ambitious undertaking by Justin Sullum, Black Vulture, that we received also very worthy of this category. And I know Justin has some interesting stories to tell about making Black Vulture, but also some pre-production issues with Black Vulture. And hopefully I'll get a chance to speak with him at some point as well. But our 2021 Horror of the Year is What the Devil Said. What the Devil Said is directed by Chris Hall. And this film also... Features one of our favorite actors from this year. Uh, But they have a haunting special effect uh, that they used in this film, which which really stuck with me. And the ending, of course, which is uh, slightly terrifying, (laughs) which is what you're looking for in your horror film. So wonderful job to Chris Hall and your team in making What the Devil Said. Our next category is Director of the Year. Well, that's me, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. What a what a tough category for me to have to choose one person from. Yeah, not only did we really fall in love with all of these films, but we kind of fell in love with these directors as well. Just their ability to tell stories and take us on journeys. And it was a really difficult decision. <laughs> and it feels like I'm choosing somebody who's in my own family. Yeah. Because... Like, how do you pick your best friend? Like... <laughs> Yeah, well, it's it's not a large fraternity or sorority of, <laughs> of people. Uh, if you're crazy enough to be a director, you are definitely a certain type of person. So I just feel a kinship to all of these directors. And I understand, you know, somewhat of what they go through personally to make these things happen. And some of our favorites this year were Benjamin Bryant, who submitted Station to Station, uh, Pride Pierce, who has given us three projects. All amazing. <laughs> we loved them. <laughs> Kevin Turner, who who turned in beta. Matthew Belts, who gave us Death March. I mean, I really could just sit here and list you names of people I really respect and appreciate their submissions from. But so that I don't keep everyone waiting, I will tell you that our 2021 Director of the Year for NDI Film Awards is Dante Albain. And let's talk about this resume from this year. 
Dante submitted The Alpines, which he directed. It won Best Feature. It won a bunch of awards with us. It's now out there and available on Amazon Prime. (laughs) And Apple and all the places. Look for The Alpines at your favorite streaming platform. (laughs) But he also shot and completed and submitted a short film called Polaroid that won its month. Yeah. He won Best Narrative Feature. He won Best Narrative Short in the same year. And not only is Dante a very talented director, he's one of the kindest, honest, and most genuine individuals I've ever been able to speak with. And you'll also get to hear my conversation with Dante on another bonus podcast from NDI. So thank you, Dante, for sharing your work with us and being part of NDI Film Awards. Our next category is Actor of the Year. Oh, boy. Uh, All right. Look, I think this is probably our last stop in which we have a thousand names. Yeah, there's a lot of names on this list for good reason. And I want to mention Station to Station again because David Eggers was definitely worthy of consideration for this category. Uh, We really enjoyed Michael Zuccola from Death March. Adam Paul Hunter from Polaroid. Um, Cameron Kalajian from Mint, who also like wrote and directed the film, but had a really wonderful performance in Mint. Aaron Lotta Morissette, who won Best Actor for Alpines and Best Supporting Actor for The Nightclubbers. We really enjoyed Natalia Noriega from Trusting Chloe. By the way, where's the future episodes of Trusting <laughs> Chloe? So we could see more Natalia Noriega. William Nickel in Beta was fantastic. And a reoccurring favorite of ours, Michelangelo Blackwell, who was in Pride Pierce's Meet the Mackies, Target, and Power of Love. This is a man with such great screen presence and range. I I need more. I need feature length, more things, Michelangelo Blackwell. Uh, I hope that... Michael and Pride are working yes, on something, something together. <laughs> Look, January 2022 is coming up. so We expect time's a ticking. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but these are all amazing people. And then somebody else who was in multiple films was Michael Antonio Gonzalez. Yeah. He was in Low Heat and What the Devil Said, playing very different characters in each. And I feel like he's an actor who has... A lot of talent and range, and I haven't seen him in enough yet. I want to see more. And I could name so many more people, and I will name some more in our supporting actor category. And as big of a conversation as we had actually for a few months about this particular category, there was one name that kept coming back, one face that kept reappearing. And our 2021 Actor of the Year is Aubrey Boucher. Aubrey Boucher stars as Beta in Kevin Turner's Beta and hands down gave us the performance of the year for NDI. And again, Beta is a simple story, but sometimes that's when an actor can really shine. Uh, Just like we had Martha Shaw in Peaches for our December narrative short winner, who had no dialogue at all, had to do everything visually with emotions and expressions. Aubrey is having to play a robot that is discovering life. And she does it so beautifully. And 
I could spend more time talking up Aubrey, but you can listen to a conversation I got to have with Aubrey because she gave us the opportunity to discuss her career and beta that will also be a bonus NDI podcast that will release next week. You cannot miss that one. Speaking of actors, let's talk about Supporting Actor of the Year. And thank goodness we have this category as well, because it just lets me talk about some more names we haven't been able to mention yet. And we had Daniel Victor, who who had Best Supporting Actor in the Alpines, and then he also had Best Actor in the Nightclubbers. So he was a major force to reckon with this year. We really enjoyed Kevin Preco in Love Me Later. He was hilarious. Monica Young from Along Came Wanda was really wonderful in her role. I can't leave out Kelly Quinn, who was in Target, which was a very, very short film. And there there wasn't a ton for her to do, but she was just, I don't know. She was just brilliant in the role. Yeah, She's somebody else. I'm just like, can, I, can you be in more things? I want to see you in more things. I want to see her in like a police procedural of some <laughs> sort. I, I don't know. Uh, Chris Jennert from Polaroid, who played opposite... Adam Paul Hunter, the, that combination was awesome. And really, one of my absolute favorites this year is Katrina Flick from the Alpines. After subsequent watches, and I've seen the movie a handful of times now, she has such an amazing, consistent performance. She's gorgeous. And she helped make this incredible film that's just full of talented people. And she's certainly worthy of being considered in this category. But ultimately, our 2021 Supporting Actor of the Year is George Lavoie. George Lavoie is in Death March, directed by Matthew B. Belts. And this role required a lot of emotional range and physicality as they're trekking through this snowy terrain. And I think George probably had to endure the most physical performance of anybody we've seen this year and and it was really brilliant and death march was just sneaky good yeah it was so fun to watch even just a a conversation between two people can can get deep it can get real and you know they're they're moving the whole time they're talking the whole time it really keeps you going it keeps you engaged even though you know you know you kind of know what's going to happen you think you know what's going to happen and it's just, it's such a good ride. We really, really, really loved it. And credit to Matthew B. Belts for directing two great actors into wonderful performances. Speaking of performances, our next category is Ensemble Cast of the Year. Well, there's going to be some runner-ups here. You've heard already. I mean, we had the Nightclubbers, which had a wonderful cast. The Power of Love, which had a funny, wonderful cast, including a prop. <laughs> no spoilers which, which, was, which was wonderful uh beta which just i mean it was two people but two powerful performances enough to be considered for ensemble cast and then there was gift by vince eisenson which was a little gem we got to see and that cast also worthy of consideration for best ensemble but i think anybody listening won't be surprised when i tell you that our 2021 ensemble cast of the year comes from the Alpines. The Alpines, again, directed by Dante Albain, written by Mally Corrigan, stars Aaron Lattimore set, Katrina Flick, Jesse Mack, Nigel Quinn, 
Michael Tavaria, and Daniel Victor, along with Mally Corrigan herself. And this combination works so wonderfully well together. I think Dante and Mally, the way they cast this film was perfect. They really have all the credit of bringing these actors together and giving them an opportunity to shine. And I think the listeners will really benefit from hearing from these filmmakers the -the behind-the-scenes experience of making the Alpines. So just a powerful cast through a feature film. Great job to everybody involved. Our next category is Cinematography of the Year. A category near and dear to my heart because I wish I could be as good as any of the people I'm going to mention. And our runner-ups are Devin Bussey, who's the director of photography for Death March, Joel McGinty from Beta, a master of light, the moody tones of Polaroid brought to us by director of photography Vincenzo Senershia, and runner-up Quentin Federo from Zug Vogel, which was directed by Johannes Buckles. These were all beautiful films shot excellently to support the narrative, the stories, and the actors. I mean, it's not enough is said about what cinematography means to an actor. As a cinematographer, it's your job to make these people look the best you can. And that involves lighting and blocking and... Yeah, composition. Just so much goes into it. It's not just hitting record and letting the director call action. And while I could call any of these people our cinematographer of the year, we really had no choice when it came down to it of who we chose. So our 2021 winner for cinematography of the year goes to Recomposed. Now we both had no problem agreeing that Recomposed was the most beautiful visual thing we received for NDI. That is, there's no doubt about it. It was beautiful in every way. Uh, uh, we've said it before, but just taking something as simple as a vintage piano and showing us how beautiful and in-depth that subject can be was just eye candy, ear candy. Um, But with the cinematography being uh, just as high quality as it was, there was absolutely no other other choice. And credit goes to director of photography Tyler Murgo for his beautiful work on Recomposed. Uh, but you also have to mention colorist Jack Iranimo. And it seems the two of them just combined to make art. With this team at Gnarly Bay, they're, they're just a powerhouse of media production. And again, we'll have Recomposed linked at the website, so you can watch it there too. Our next category is Sound Design of the Year. Which is one of my favorite categories, because sound design is so interesting to me. I really enjoy the art of sound design. I've certainly come to appreciate it so much more after shooting a feature film that takes place outside at night. (laughs) (laughs) There's no problems associated with that. None none at all. (laughs) Uh, But our runner-ups here are Beta, which has beautiful sound design, Rogue 7, which incorporated a wonderful score and some just genuinely authentic, fun Star Wars sound effects. And Polaroid, directed by Dante Albane, which I felt was so clean and cued really well with the music. Certainly all worthy of consideration for this award. But ultimately, our 2021 Sound Design of the Year goes to a little film called Recomposed. (laughs) (laughs) They're taking the night. 
And when I tell you that this team at Gnarly Bay is, they're like the Avengers of filmmaking. With credit to Jared Blizzard and uh, the editing by Jordan Ingram, the sound design for Recomposed, and I and I watched it a couple of times again yesterday because just it's mesmerizing. And I'm not talking about just the quality of the sound. It's the thought that goes into the sounds underneath the music and the specific editing of those sounds as well, which is why you should go to IndieIFilmAwards.com <laughs> and watch Recomposed. But I think we have one last main category to discuss. We do. It is original music, song, or score of the year. All right, but stay tuned because there's a few bonus categories. Yeah, we're just making things up as we go. No, we've put actually a lot of thought into this. I know that's true. But (laughs) I mean, these were not categories that people submitted to is kind of what I meant by that. They are executive decision categories we've added for this annual awards podcast. Yep. And for original music, song, or score, you know, some big runner-ups again in beta with score by Emiliano Mazenga, the Dancing Bulldogs, with a score created by its director, Christian Jessup, and Rogue Seven had a bit of a secret weapon with Rene Geisemiter and his score. But what we've learned here is that if you have a band that is creating music that Dre really likes, (laughs) (laughs) you're probably going to do well in this category. And our 2021 Original Music Song Score of the Year goes to Everything in Hardware. And credit where it's due to Bindley Hardware Co. And the use of acoustic music and the tones that play throughout the dock. It was absolutely beautiful. Wonderful choices. And really gave that feel of a hardware store. It made you feel like you were there. It made you feel like you lived this story. Uh, And again, you can hear them on Spotify. And it's really, really super fun. Good jam music. Uh, Of course, it had to be the winner for this. So to conclude this podcast, I want to discuss three particular awards we're going to give out now. And I'm not sure what you have to sacrifice in your personal life in order to submit three shorts to any film festival. But that's exactly what Pride Pierce did this year with Meet the Mackies, which created our web series category. He submitted Target. And there are some stories behind Target that I can't wait for Pride to share with you. And then he's again credited with being the father of the comedy category <laughs> when he submitted The Power of Love. So he cre- he submitted three things. In less than a year's time. Forced us to create two categories. <laughs> Just so that he could get in and be, be a standout in that category because he, we liked them so much. And in my interaction with Pride, I just really appreciate his determination, his drive, his desire to be good and create. And write well and cast well. So we believe that Pride deserves a little award of his own, which is why Pride Pierce is our 2021 Prolific Filmmaker of the Year. Pride Pierce and his cast and his submissions were big contenders in several categories. 
which is really notable in this sea of independent film, and he overcame several obstacles to create these projects. We really appreciate you, Pride. And while we haven't been able to connect and get on the phone and have a conversation for everyone else to kind of share your experience, I know that we'll be able to get that done in the coming year, and I look forward to that. Another prolific filmmaker in his own right is Rodney Roldan, who submitted two winning doc shorts to us this year, Remembering Private Quagliano and Country and Courage. Now, these are stellar doc shorts, and Rodney has the credentials and the pedigree and the resume to make stellar content. And you'll get to hear all about that in my conversation with Rodney, because he is also an interview we're putting out as its own bonus podcast next week. And I highly encourage everybody, go hear Rodney's story. Any indie filmmaker, but especially if you're a documentary filmmaker, I think Rodney has some really great insight to his process and how he sees things and hears things. And we felt that due to the nature of Rodney's content and his experience and his love for not only filmmaking, but for love of country, Rodney Roldan is our 2021 Freedom Filmmaker of the Year. Now, as a bit of a writer myself, this next award is very near and dear to my heart. But this person has also become very near and dear to my heart. And I'm talking about Mally Corrigan. She wrote The Alpines. She produced The Alpines. She starred in The Alpines. She also had to do all sorts of makeup and effects in The Alpines. And of course, I got to have a great conversation with Mally about the creation of the Alpines and working with Dante Albane and this wonderful cast that she had, her successful festival run this year. She is a genuine talent who loves creating. And she wrote this wonderful, suspenseful thriller that we've enjoyed so much. And the Alpines has already earned so many awards with us. But it is now my pleasure to announce that Mally Corrigan is our 2021 Writer of the Year. And now, Dre, we can let everyone mingle about in the lobby and have hors d'oeuvres and cocktails. Yeah, I hope they made some yummy treats for themselves. (laughs) We did not provide that. Beings that this is a virtual film awards situation. Well, this was fun to do. And while it was extraordinarily more work than I thought it was going to be. It's so rewarding to be able to revisit all of these projects and give a little more back to those who have given so much to us throughout the year. I can't wait to drop these podcasts next week so that everyone can get a chance to hear some of these filmmakers. I mean, if you love behind-the-scenes featurettes and really seeing how things are made, these are great opportunities to hear hear from your peers in the trenches making indie films and learning from their experiences. And as I mentioned in the December podcast, everyone who we've criticized throughout the year now has an opportunity to go see Madison Baker Was Here on Amazon Prime Direct Video. Directed by you. Directed by me. And you may feel free to publicly review it and give me all the feedback and criticism you'd like. You can find more about that over at madisonbakerwasheremovie.com. I'm going to plug my own podcast again. 
Take 22, a media production podcast. I invite everyone to head over there and have a conversation with me about indie filmmaking and media production and what kind of gear we like to use and have a more nuts and bolts discussion about the process of filmmaking. But what's most important is that we express our gratitude for all of you who have contributed to Indie Film Awards, who have left reviews for us at Film Freeway. I'm overwhelmed by how gracious everyone is, how much everyone has appreciated what we've done this year. And it's heartwarming to know that even when we're not giving the most glowing feedback of all time, people are taking that and using any type of feedback we give to make themselves better. And that's the whole goal here. A film festival that actually tells you what they think of your film and lets you hear why some films make it or don't make it or aren't considered. This is just a wonderful opportunity for all of us to learn more and get better. And that's what I love about this community that's been building through NDI. And we're not going anywhere. We're going to continue on this road and we will have uh, our January 2022 submissions opening soon. So if you've got projects, please be sure to submit. We would love to see them and we will talk to you all next year. If you'd like your project discussed on the podcast, go to ndifilmawards.com and submit to our open monthly competition. Find us on Instagram and YouTube, NDI Film Awards. Thanks for listening to this episode of NDI. Please see yourselves out in an orderly conduct. No pushing. I'm sorry, there, there are no refunds. Remember, you chose to be here. Thank you. Did anybody frisk Alec Baldwin? Is that too soon? Please learn about firearm safety. It wasn't necessary to turn off the lights, but okay. Will somebody help me down?